the Shifts to Success podcast, a show about business, entrepreneurship, and the people who've made remarkable shifts in their lives. Welcome to the Shifts to Success podcast. I'm your host, Alex Seary, and I'm also the founder of a business training company, as well as the best-selling author of a business book called Police Officer to Entrepreneur. And in this episode, I'm going to be helping you to understand failure. You see, a lot of people seem to think that failure and success are completely on opposite ends of the spectrum, and it couldn't be further from the truth. Failure and success are in synergy. You can't have success without having some failure along the way. And to take it a step further, you know, failure is not really failure if you learn from it. It can be a lesson for you to progress forward and not make that mistake again. Now, when we're talking about these failures, aka lessons, they can range from, you know, your marketing campaigns not working and not moving forward to, you know, not r- being able to raise finance from investors, okay, if that's type of the thing that you're going down. Now, I know definitely that I have failed a number of times to get to the life that I have right now. In fact, every person that I just about look up to in the entrepreneurial space, and in fact, athletes as well, have been unsuccessful at one time or another. They failed their way to success. They've gained the lessons from those failures and moved forward. Now, what's really special about this is that most people quit when they come to their first set of failures, okay? Things don't work for the first time for them, so they just throw in the towel and they quit, okay? They go back to the life they're living where really they don't really want because they wouldn't have tried it in the first place. And because of that, there's less competition for those who persevere because success has a higher barrier threshold, Okay, and when people don't pass that threshold, they go back to the life they were living and they don't go for it again. They don't try. They're not willing to go through the failure because they want instant gratification. And success does not work like that. Okay, that's why most people play the freaking lottery. Some people aren't literally willing to go through the failures to get to the level of success they want. They don't seem to grasp that they are simply have to go through that process of failure to get the outcome they want. Failure and success are brothers or sisters, okay? They are in synergy. Now, there's a magical thing that happens when you actually persevere and go through those failures. Now, despite the setbacks, despite the challenges, and despite some of the embarrassment in the opinions of others, those skill sets where you were failing are being improved on. And those things that didn't work before will begin to work in the future. Now, why is that? It's because as I've mentioned, you learn from those failures. And that's why really a failure is never really a failure as long as you keep going, as long as you can take away learnings from it. Now, in my view, if you're truly unhappy with your current career, then you fail by default by not even trying to change your life for the better. By not going after you what you want in life, you literally fail by default, okay? Because you're living a life that you don't want. When you deep down know that you deserve better and you want better from your life, you literally have to fight through 
some of the worst days of your life to get to the best days of your life. You shouldn't worry about the failures because they're going to come regardless, okay? Whether you're going to be living the life you don't want, you could have lots of failures there and you can also have lots of failures on your way to living the dreams that you want, the life that you want, okay? You should instead be concerned with the opportunity missed or concerned with not even trying in the slightest to change your life if you're unhappy and you know you can do better. One of the biggest worries when it comes to failure that I found is that actually people are more concerned about what others think of them when they fail, okay? I would never, ever, ever worry about what other people think. Worry about being in the exact same place a year from now or two years from now, okay? Never hide your failures. Let them inspire you. Whatever you do, don't quit on building your dreams just because you've failed a few times. Success is not reserved for a special group of people who are born in a unique way. It's reserved for those who get knocked down seven times and stand the fuck up eight times. The ones who refuse to give up and learn from those failures, learn from those lessons. So I'm going to share some uh, stories with you just to give you some insight to just the amount of failure these people have gone through to get to the life they want, okay? Um, Now, to start off with, this guy in 1832, when he was 23 years old, lost his job. Now, at the same time, he also lost his bid for the state of legislature. And just three years later, at the age of 26, the love of his life died. Now, another three years later, he lost his bid to become Speaker of Illinois of the House of Representative. Now, in 1848, at the age of 39, he also failed in his bid to become Commissioner of General Land Office in D.C. Now, 10 years later, At the age of 49 years old, he was defeated in his quest to become a U.S. senator. Now, of course, through all the personal and business and political failures, this chap, this guy, didn't give up. In 1846, this guy was elected to become the U.S. House of Representative, where he drafted a bill to abolish slavery. And in 1861, at the age of 52... He secured the office of President of the United States and has since become one of the most famous failures to ever hold office in the United States. His face is also on the US $5 bill. And if you've not guessed who this guy is yet, it is Abraham Lincoln. Now, this next person was born in 1965 and she grew up with a hard childhood, okay? Um, that included a difficult and oftentimes strained relationship with her father and dealing with the illness of her mother. Now, in 1982, at the age of 17, she attempted to gain acceptance to Oxford University and she failed and was rejected, instead enrolling at the University of Exeter. Now, after living in London for some time, she moved to Manchester with her boyfriend. And it was there in 1990, at the age of 25 years old, while on a four-hour delayed train, when the idea popped into her head. And later, stating that it came fully formed 
and all she needed to do was flesh out the details, okay? I'm not going to go into what this idea is yet. It'll come at the end. However, it was just a few short months later after that her mother unfortunately died from multiple cirrhosis, leaving her extremely distraught and upset. Now, in the wake of her mother's death, only a few months afterwards, she moved to Porto in Portugal to teach English, where she met a man, got married and got pregnant and gave birth to her daughter. Now, the relationship was very uh, difficult uh, with reports of domestic abuse uh, resulting in separation and eventual divorce. And eventually, uh, she started to write on her idea. Now, at the age of 38 years old, she moved to Edinburgh to live with her sister. But at this point, she was considered herself uh, a major failure. Um, She had failed in just about everything she had ever attempted to do in her life. In fact, she was diagnosed with clinical depression and was suicidal. And two years later, in 1995, five years after the initial idea had come to her, she managed to write the first manuscript for her idea. She located an agent, but after one year of trying to get published, all 12 major publishing houses had rejected her book. And it wasn't until 1996 when a small literary house in London named Bloomsbury gave her the green light and a very small advance of 1,500. Now, in 1997, seven years after the initial idea for the young wizard, the first Harry Potter book was published. Now, by 2004, this author had become the first author to become a billionaire through book writing, according to Forbes. And for those who haven't guessed who this is yet, this is, of course, J.K. Rowling. Now, this next guy was born in 1890, and at the age of five, he lost his father. His father died, and at 16, he quit school, and by the age of 17, he had already lost four jobs. He then joined the army and again failed. Now, he applied for law school and unfortunately was rejected because he'd been in trouble for fighting. Now, at the age of 19, he became a father for the first time. And unfortunately, one of his sons had passed away uh, due to a complication with a blood clot. Uh, And by the age of 20, his wife had left him. Now, because his wife had taken their children, he actually tried to kidnap his own daughter and unfortunately he actually failed at that as well. Now at the age of 65 he retired and received a check from the government for a hundred and five dollars. Now all his life he had failed and failed and failed and had financial difficulties you know throughout his career and unfortunately um, it had broken his family up. You know, he had divorced from his wife and you know, unfortunately um, his life looked very, very bleak. Now, he decided to actually commit suicide because he thought his life wasn't worth living anymore as he had failed so much. And as he sat under a tree to write his will, 
Instead, he wrote what he could have accomplished with his life. There was much more that he hadn't done, and he had realized one thing he could do better than anyone else, and that was cooking. Due to cooking for his family uh, and looking after his siblings as a young kid. Now, what he did was borrow $87 against this check and bought some chicken. Now, frying it up in a pan, he using his own recipe, he then went door to door in his neighborhood in Kentucky. And by the age of 88, Colonel Sanders, the founder of KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken Empire, was a billionaire. So guys, I hope those stories inspire you. And there's loads out there on the internet you can check out. Um, They're all out there. Go and do some research from these amazing people who've got amazing success in their life and they've got some amazing backstories of trials and tribulations and failures that they went through. And if you can't relate to those, you know, maybe you can relate to mine. Um, You know, I'm on a different, you know, a, a different person to these people. But, you know, when I was 10 years old, my my dad, my father left home. Uh, my relationship with my mother was pretty toxic. Um, you know, when um, my I used to get into arguments with my mum, she was quite racially abusive. Um, you know, I failed my school grades and GCSE grades. Um, I failed at college, my first year of college and dropped out. I failed in a number of jobs. Um, I backed out of going into the army. Um, I failed my driving test at 18. I failed to join the police at 18 years old as a PC. Um, At 19, I became depressed. Um, I started to get into fights when I used to go out with friends. Um, By the age of 21, you know, I started to think suicidal and, um, you know, that wasn't a great place to be in. Um, At 21 as well, I also failed uh, to join the police again as a special constable. Um, at 21, I was kicked out of home, um, and I've, I've never game, gone back. So, you know, nearly, yeah, over nine years on, I've, I've not gone back. Um, I've failed at securing deals, business deals and property deals, uh, for the first four months, um, which all failed. Okay. For those forced four month, forced first four months, um, I've been in debt. I've been in broke. I've failed, at my first arrest as a special constable, um, I failed at my first arrest. My my mentor had to step in. I forgot my rights. Um, I launched an online product before um, in, for my first business around HMOs. And I didn't even reach anywhere near the projected sales for them. Um, I failed at marketing campaigns. I failed at new projects and so on. You know, I wasn't born an entrepreneur, right? And I have failed a lot, as you can probably tell. And I'm sure there's even more failures I've not even thought of that have happened in my life. Um, but what I've come to realize is that if you don't give up, if you refuse to give up, eventually by taking directional changes in the way you go about things and you, know, you learn from your lessons, you're going to live a very different life. And that's what I've done. You know, now I get to change people's lives. You know, I have an awesome team that I'm grateful for. I have a global audience. I work on, you know, my passions and things that inspire me daily. You know, I'm financially independent. I get to invest into certain things that are going to give myself more of a passive lifestyle. 
Um, I feel valued. I get to support charities globally and make an impact there. And I have more time to do more meaningful things now. But here's the thing. I will continue to fail. Okay? It's all possible for you guys if you decide to welcome failure with open arms and take those marginal corrections as you go on. Failure is never final. If you decide not to make it final. You can fail forward, enabling you to progress forward. And here's the thing, you can fail at things you don't want in life, such as a job you're staying in just to pay the bills and get your pension. So you may as well take a chance on something you love. It's like all of a sudden, you know, childhood, you know, all of a sudden you got fear of failing, right? And that's because people have imposed their fears on you. As a child learning to walk, you know, you fell down hundreds of times, but eventually you stood up and walked. Riding a bike as a kid, you know, I'm sure you scraped your knees, but yet you continued and was able to ride a bike. You need to look at failure like a stepping stone, a stepping stone to success, okay? And each stone that you step on is an opportunity to gain wisdom. It's how we react to the failures, those times of frustrations and challenges that are really critical to gain the results we want. That ultimately determines the outcome that we have in life. You know, when I coach and mentor people within shift success and they tell me or tell our community how they failed at something that didn't work or something didn't go as well as they expected. I love that shit because that tells me as a mentor, they are putting in the work. They are getting shit done. They are trying and becoming better in the process. And I'll say this, you will not fully appreciate success without failing. Okay. You will not. As failures making achieving success tastes all that sweeter. You will stumble, you will hit obstacles, you'll fall, get rejected, not hit targets. But armed with your entrepreneurial compass, taking those marginal corrections, you will arrive at your goal. It may take a year, it may take two years, or it may take five years. But you will succeed as long as you keep going, learning from each failure you encounter. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got value from it. I hope it shifted your mindset and perspective around failing, okay? It's really important if you're going to get to your goals. And if you have got value from this episode or any of our episodes, please do leave a review. It allows us to get a message out there on a bigger scale and make a bigger impact with people who are wanting to make shifts to success in their lives. Um, guys, that leads me to say, you know, fail forward, stay safe, and I will see you on the next episode. <laughs>